0: This episode of the British Tea Party Podcast is brought to you by our friends at British Corner Shop. Use our code TEAPARTY10 to get 10% off your order today.
1: Jenna, how's it going? Hi, Ben. Welcome to another week on the British Tea Party Podcast. Did you have a good week? I had... A great. I keep having great weeks. i just tell you what, we,
0: we've been on a bit of a stretch at the moment. I'm We're pretty a bit impressed. Of a Because where did we go this week, Jenna?
1: We went to Vegas. This is not
0: going to happen every week. I'm not going to come <laughs> on here and be like, I've been to somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you or just came or back from
1: Australia. Do not expect
0: <laughs> this going forward. But we did go to Vegas and my God, oh was it hot. Oh my God. 45 degrees Celsius. I think it got up to 47. I think it got up to 47 as well. It, it felt was like it.
1: unbelievably hot. And
0: we, uh, what's that, 115, 120?
1: I think it's higher, yeah, 120, Some, something, something in that Yeah.
0: that. But it was so good, wasn't it?
1: It was amazing. we went for one very specific reason. One
0: mighty morphing Power Ranger oh my god. who goes by the name of Adele. Oh my god! A fellow Brit, which is why it feels very relevant to talk about her. Someone who has just conquered Vegas, conquered it. I mean, conquered she, the world. She is on weekend twenty-one or twenty-two or it was or twenty.
1: S- it was a very 20. round yeah number. And they taped
0: it Episode as well. 40. So yep. what's really cool is if you're listening to this podcast when you watch Adele, whenever it comes out on a streamer or on Where, TV, wherever it's coming, just out. know we were there as well.
1: We were in that. We were there. We were in that audience. And I
0: implore you to go and watch it because it. she was unbelievable. She, she's just phenomenal.
1: I, I didn't believe that it was real. Like when I listened to her tracks, I'm like, no. She's that, a
0: global superstar. We know this. N- yeah, I'm like, but her voice
1: can't be that good. And then we sat and watched it and I was but like, But do you know oh, what? I,
0: I was apprehensive and not because you remember, know, Adele's Adele, but that? I was like, mm, she's got slow songs or uh, what sort of show is she going to do? And it, I tell you what, it was a spectacle. It's probably one of the mm-hmm. best shows. And I mean, when I talk about the show, I mean everything that comes with that, it. Yeah.
1: I mean, it alighting. was it was breathtaking.
0: It was so good.
1: It was we cried many times. Many times,
0: I, I think a particular highlight for me, if I can, because mm, it. it would it just blew my mind. Um, Daniel Craig will forever oh God, be yeah. my Bond. I grew up with his Agreed. Bond. Mine too. Uh, Skyfall one of my favorites. Roger Deakins and Sam Mendes. Shout out to both of them. All, what a group of English! <laughs> Do they want what to a come trio? On this podcast? Yeah, Team Deakins, get on here, um, <laughs> guys. Go and spam them. But then you added Del in the mix, and and what it was for me, it was this moment of. Uh, I grew up with those bonds and I'm not sure I'm ever going to hear the person who made that bond song, won an Oscar for it, sing it live.
1: Like that was, yeah. Ever again. Breathtaking. I remember and you I was, you grabbed my leg and he was holding it so tight because was, he was like moved. I, I was by... just so
0: blown away. And I, I don't think I'm one it was gorgeous. to really come to emotion a lot of the time. But that was... <laughs> no, not it was, at all. It was uh, <laughs> pretty mind blowing. So...
1: And can I say my highlight? Yeah, of course you can. Mine was, um, she sang Hometown gl- hometown Glory. Oh, yeah. And it was videos of London wow. and England around. And I just sobbed my eyes out. But do, you know, do
0: you know what I'm excited for this week? Mm. Speaking of taping things, <laughs> speaking of so going excited. to Vegas, speaking of shows and spectacles, we have someone on this week that's pretty cool. He
1: Like, pretty, pretty cool.
0: Was on a show that first aired 10 years ago this week, actually. Oh, my 10 God, years was ago this week? week? Yeah, 10 wow. years ago. It's done nine seasons of its original version it's done seven seasons of the spin-off and i think it's there's another spin three or four seasons it's a spin-off
1: number Three. I think there might be four so but yeah.
0: I'm really excited to have him. Uh if anyone doesn't know who it is, it's Chef Ben Robinson. Oh my god. I am so excited that we have him on. Our he, Guilty
1: Pleasure is Our Guilty Below Pleasure. Decked.
0: It, got, it us through has COVID. Been. got us through. It COVID. really did. I you know, we the whole obsessed. way through the pandemic, we watched all of the seasons. He was a staple. He was
1: our favourite, like my favorite season of Below deck ever. Yeah. If you're gonna watch one season, watch Blow Deck Med season four. Which is the
0: spin off, but he came in and saved the season. saved it
1: i remember us applauding when he came onto the screen
0: and it's amazing what a phenomenon that show has become amongst everyone we know back home in england and in america so it's a proper transatlantic show and it feels like the perfect person for us to have on the show it does i know he's in fort lauderdale full-time but it's gonna be so interesting to talk to him i'm so curious to see what he has to say so without further ado ladies and gentlemen chef ben Ben Robinson. robinson realistically our favorite show
1: yeah it is. i would
0: go with because it was <laughs> if we can talk about below deck for a second for us um we caught it in 2020 during covid and i feel like if i'm not wrong that's when stuff started to like Pop boom off. for below deck and, and i could be wrong but what i did look up <laughs> it's been 10 years this month since season right one came out
2: yeah so it's definitely a refreshing sort of boom but i i but it was still uh for many years i think one of the biggest reality shows and uh, yeah it covid was a lovely spike and it and mm-hmm. i think at that time it then became popular like globally on netflix yeah. and i think it even yeah. showed it on british uh, tv
1: yeah uh, Pretty sure. i was have that some right? friends back yeah. home they're they're obsessed with it and i think that was when because we had already seen a lot of it and then suddenly i had all my english friends being like oh my god have you watched below deck and i was like yeah,
0: where have you Obviously.
2: been? Honestly. Well, right? Get you on, but it no, was it, it, uh, Yeah, no, COVID did wonders for that, but I think it was still just growing on um, on various platforms. And quite often, it takes a while for to get those uh, foreign licensing and and the right. rest of it. So it was actually a, mm-hmm. just really good timing. But yeah, I did notice a spike in engagement, and you know, my following yeah. stuff. Yeah, that was that was nice.
0: Uh, so one uh, one thing I was so curious about, because as you can probably hear, even though we live in LA, definitely not from LA, um, <laughs> right? And right. you started your career like one of the biggest things that I've read about you is the Fat Duck was kind of one of the the right the pinnacles or the, or the big start, right? Is that is that fair to say? For
2: you in um, terms of it wasn't necessarily a start. So I I worked in um, London, New York, and Boston in restaurants, and then I actually became a yacht chef at the age of 22 so i was wow. very very wow. young um yeah and then i i really wanted to be a big boat chef and um so i didn't think i was quite ready and so every year between jobs i would tend to do like a a year on a boat and then i'd kind of quit and go and do a sabbatical and one time i hired a chef in florence who took me t- taught me one-on-one for uh a couple of months and one year i went to the fat Duck. we were well they were number one in the world at the time i was very sure. interested in molecular gastronomy this was way back when this was in like 2007 eight 2007 and uh and after seeing that because y- you know i was trapped in a galley i was very much self-teaching and uh and it it's i just thought it was important to see what is considered to be the best in the world you know Mm because then you know where your dish can stop you know how clever it needs to be and it was just an amazing experience and we played with a bunch of chemicals i always loved science so uh it was just a lot of fun and i continued to do that and i loved the fat duck because it wasn't pretentious about chemical cuisine it was just really creating form and Mm -hmm. structure and Identical plates, and with that, you kind of need, uh, you know, like xanthan gums or sodium glutamate, glutamate. Um, say that after a couple of days. Wow, Jesus, so that yeah. creates like
1: so,
0: uh, kind of a re- it's refining,
2: right? I guess a lot of that stuff it it's, really it's is delicate, it's, and it's just the control. It's uh, sure, every dish is exactly the same, you know. So, yeah. it's a few grams of this a level spoon of this you know it's just really methodical and i i thought that i thought it was wonderful it actually set me Mm -hmm. back a little bit because we 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 have to move back to go forwards sure now i had opened so many doors in cooking (laughs) you're
1: like where am i going
2: (laughs) and i yeah i was like wow i don't even know how to begin with this adventure (laughs) so i probably screwed it up a few times I always say you got to make mistakes. You know, you have to make mistakes yeah, to really move forward. A lot of great greatness is actually discovered by mistakes. You know, so
0: yeah,
2: it was it was really good.
0: Is it the same for chefs that that it, it, with music artists and stuff that you have to kind of find your voice and and your style and your tone? Yeah,
2: and, uh, that's exactly right. So was
0: that a foundation for you with that, or or was it too much at that point? Like you just opened too many doors and had to kind of find uh, it. Well,
2: I. I knew what I liked and, and I think you always just base, you, you base your food off what you would like to eat, essentially. Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's where your passion is.
1: Hi, guys. Are you a British expat missing the taste of home? Or perhaps you're just a lover of all things British? If so, then you need to check out British Corner Shop. British Corner Shop is your one-stop shop for all your favourite British treats from Jaffa cakes my favourite, to Walker's crisps and even Heinz baked beans, they have it all. And the best part, they deliver straight to your doorstep, no matter where in the world you are. But here's the cherry on top. British Corner Shop has an exclusive partnership with none other than Marks & Spencer, one of the UK's most iconic brands, and you can now indulge in the finest offerings from M&S without leaving your home. Whether it's a comforting cup of tea that you crave or some delicious buttery shortbread, British Corner Shop has got you covered. Plus, they offer fast and reliable shipping so you don't have to wait long to get your hands on your favourite British goodies. So, do you fancy getting a box of British happiness delivered to your door? Not me or Ben included. Then use our code teaparty 10 to get 10% off your order today. So, what are you waiting for? Head to BritishCornerShop.co.uk now and satisfy your cravings for all things British.
2: Okay, good. Guys, I'm sorry. I, I think I touched my... Uh, don't worry don't about worry. it. Don't worry.
1: We're good. Don't worry yeah. about it happens a lot
2: (laughs) yeah we thought we pissed
0: you off that much already that you were like i'm good (laughs) no no, 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 i'm good i'm good um what were you you said no i just i I was just curious that like you know can't make that
1: many dishes with chocolate no i
0: mean i was trying to make a clever joke and then he clicked off and i kind of get it because i was like if if i had to you know you said you you kind of you find your your tone and your taste from what you like to eat and i said i don't think you can eat chocolate all day every day because that'd be bad uh because right that's what i do (laughs)
2: So I'm never going to eat that. Uh, that's good. Well, you look good for that. Um, <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. So it, honestly, so if you were a chef of like caliber, but you could probably do a chocolate oh, tasting menu. Great. And, uh, because great. chocolate, chocolate, yeah, chocolate can be savory. And you can right. also use cocoa nibs, which are very bitter. So you could definitely have fun with that.
1: I feel like um, I had a question that about that I always think about whenever I was watching Blue. Jack, you've just spoken about how like precision is so important, and then you're being like thrown around in the ocean. I'm just how like how is the plating experience? I feel like that's always so chaotic. It makes me so nervous every time it happens.
2: It, it, yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> it, for whatever reason, uh, <laughs> uh, Captain Lee uh, loved. To like go into quite a big swell during <laughs> breakfast.
1: <laughs> breakfast, now, the best meal of the ask day.
2: the powers to be. Yeah. I, like, I mean, it was just, it was strange because, firstly, it's dangerous. Everything was kind of being thrown around, sure. but also there's a big diesel fume on the back deck <laughs> where they would be eating. And yep. I just thought this is oh, a God. very unseemly <laughs> re- experience for everyone. <laughs> But generally, where the precision comes is dinner because it's right. really mm-hmm. lovely plates. I, I love I love family style or or service service for lunch because sure. people like options. You know, yeah. Some people like heavy lunches, some people like light like, like just... lunches. So, um, I uh, yeah. Generally, we were quite settled during mm-hmm. dinner. Um, I think that's the key for a captain to find a a quiet cove and spend the night there. Yeah. So that's kind of. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was really tough in the galley, And, uh, I, I I think my dishes were probably too intricate at times. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um, but you know, that that the cooking on yours didn't really become a lot of fun anymore because their preference sheets were just exhausting and I
0: don't know how you do it. And
2: it was just a big puzzle. And back in the day, Everyone just ate everything and uh You got you a dish really and that was it. Up. Yes. And we were just kind of looking <laughs> after the primaries. And, right. uh, but now it's equal, say. It's yeah. Kind of
1: I can't believe people have sort of that this... many restrictions.
2: I feel like they do it just to take the piss, though, a little bit. Yeah. Personally. They're like, yeah, I can get I'd...
1: what I want. So I'll ask.
2: Oh, yeah. I've caught people with gluten allergies, gladly eating sort of bread and butter. And down. And <laughs> it down. Just like, why did you screw everyone at the <laughs> yeah. well, like table? Thanks, it, guys. Not even. Oh, I blurry. think they thought it was cool or something. 100%. Like, hits yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm vegan with a side of steak. That's yeah, what I
2: great. do.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I wanna, if I yeah, great. Thanks. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. then I, I want to take it back to like before Fat Duck, before Below Deck, before everything. I, I was really curious because, so you'd lived in the US because your parents moved to the US, right? Way before you were, went back and worked at the Fat Duck or anything like that. So did you grow up? mainly in the UK or in the US or a bit of both?
2: Right. So at the when I was six months, I moved uh, full-time to Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Wow. In oh. the US. Sure. And um, and I stayed for about four years. And then I think my dad turned around and we were probably all a disgrace, all four of <laughs> us, the kids. And, and he just thought, I think these guys need to go to boarding school in <laughs> England. <laughs> so yeah, we were basically enrolled into a, a camp at the age of seven each of us yeah i know people say oh that's uh you're so privileged i i didn't get that sounds quite intense (laughs) did
0: your parents move back to england or were you just shipped off like cs
1: CS, CS,
2: (laughs) yeah so we continued to summer on Cape god okay uh my (laughs) My grandmother on my mother's side, my mum's American, and uh, she she moved to Osterville in Cape Cod, and uh, and I think you know she she needed to see her mum every year, and Got it. you know, and it yeah. was a lovely place to summer, you know. Let's face it, yeah. So uh, I I really gave um, England an opportunity. I I wanted it to work. I I, I worked in restaurants for you know. F- three or four years. And, um, and I think I just sort of something snapped one day. I managed to save some money. I was shepping in a pub quite close to my home and right, I was paid all right for that. And, uh, so I saved some money and my sister was living in Boston. At this point I was 20 and, uh, I was just like, I'd love to come to America. And she said, Hey Ben, come and, uh, come stay with me until you get your, you know, till you get your footing. Right, and so yeah, the rest was history. Really, I was kind of one of those guys. When I when I make up my mind, it's just really firm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, and I tried England, and I, but I I think I'm just happier here. Americans always took to me better. Yeah,
1: and I think sure. the English We're really took to here. me that well.
2: So, <laughs> yeah, well, I was quite posh as well, and sure. I don't think that was necessarily an advantage in England. I think Ben's very just posh as well like,
1: this Ben. Yeah. This Ben, sorry, Porsche. Yeah, Q. right, is he? Yeah, he's so yeah. sorry. Not
0: really. I mean Sorry. God, sorry. just because you come from the the gallows of Northampton, like <laughs> it's not my fault. But <laughs> God, I'm gonna get ridiculed for that one. Yeah. yeah he always sorry. says
1: that I'm um I don't know what it is about southerners and northerners in England. They just don't love each other. Anything
0: north of Watford is north.
1: And I'm not, I'm the Midlands. I really right. consider myself heavily <laughs> the Midlands. Um, but apparently I'm northern, but I don't, right. don't think okay. I sound northern. But.
2: That's that's amps. No, I don't think you do. I think I think you both have really nice accents. <laughs> we'll, we'll take Thank it. you. So, so, do you see America
0: as a forever home for you? Do you think you're done? Like England's off.
2: I do. You know, yeah. You're done. Um, when I thought out, when I got off of yachting, like a bit, like so, yeah. I went, I, I went and did these all these sabbaticals, and then um, actually, when I was 28, I became head chef of one of the biggest yachts in the world. It was a 300 foot sailing yacht. With Lying. twenty-eight crew, so I was—I really kind of—I I really wanted to be on a massive boat with people under me, and then I, I managed to do that at quite a young age. And uh, and then I left yachting, and I—I I thought, wow, that's probably not the best move. It was two thousand and eight, nine, so yep. there was an economic disaster at the time. Perfect so timing. Probably not a good time. <laughs> probably not a good time to give up a really good job. Sure. So that that's when I would found the below deck forum, and uh, I thought, you know what, screw it, let's go out with a bang, let's get on this. You know, how did that happen? Can you, can you people. take us through that? Yeah, I, yeah, right. So I was uh, I, I I was drinking pretty heavily one evening. <laughs> nice, and, um, excellent. And I thought, yeah, and I thought, I need a job. Let's just do what works. I can make good money. You're going back as a yard chef. Wasn't my plan, but you know, you've got to do what you got to do. So, um, and that's when I found this forum, and they were banging on about a reality show. I think I sent them a video and an <laughs> email. So the next day at about eleven a.m., I'm still asleep with my clothes on. You know, <laughs> probably half cocked, and uh, and the phone goes off, and I've got this guy in LA. Uh, out my interview and I was just like who the hell are you right and, yeah. you, and they said oh your interview you send it in you know last night oh so I kind of scurried over to my sent email and I was like oh shit yeah the reality show of course yeah I know you <laughs> oh guys they really know, wanted you uh, yeah no so I think they chose me out of I think they said like thousands wow. of people God. um but I I had a very very big resume. Sure, and uh, and so it was kind of a good, kind of a good deal for me. I'd, actually, someone said, "Hey Ben, if you work on, if you go onto that reality show, you'll never work in the industry again." Wow, and oh, I was gosh. just like. Perfect, you know, brilliant. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I've already I was head chef on the biggest yacht you've in the done world yeah, you've at that, succeeded point. At that point, and, you know, yeah I Completed was like, it. yeah, that ne- next chapter. Yeah, my person who's like the, the head girl, like sure. she said when I left the boat, she was like, Yeah, Ben needs a bigger playing field. <laughs> and I think below that was my bigger playing That is a field. big playing yeah, field, yeah. Actually,
0: yeah, yeah, bigger than many. Global recognition. Uh, had you done any like media or theater or like did, did anything prep you for that? Or were you just like, fuck it, I'm just going to go and You're just see it go personality? Code.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd nothing and uh, I'd never watched a reality show. Wow. I oh had gosh. no idea why there were so many cameras. <laughs> sure. I was really confused by it. And I just, I had um two two um sayings that that i i just stuck by and i i wasn't prepped for that either and i just said be true to yourself yeah, and be true to your craft mm-hmm. right and and you'll get that through it and that's what i did and um and i i tried to be nice that didn't always work <laughs>
1: It must be hard though when you're surrounded nice. by all those people <laughs> but, all the time. But you have
2: a job to do as
0: well. So that's what's so interesting oh, to God, me is that I can like, do it. A, you, you have to fulfill your your requirement to be a chef, right? But then is there an element yeah. of you that's like, oh, but I have to kind of
1: talk my way through this and like like
0: present almost yeah. in that way.
2: Right. So the EP, um, executive producer said you have two jobs on board. One is your job, like you're a chef. Sure. And your other job is to support this television show. Right. And and that's how he kind of described it to us. It was obviously incredibly vague. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I just didn't even know where the hell I was. Um, But it was funny because after the show, they wanted to do all this still photography and they flew us all out to L.A. and there was this massive green screening room, like bigger than a gymnasium. And... (laughs) I think the producers were just laughing at me because I was just absolutely bewildered. I was just like, What the hell is going You're on? Like, where yeah. am I? So it was definitely bigger than me and I really I liked the process, you know? Yep. I definitely I think on I think season two, I think. The kind of production kind of had our number a little bit, so to speak. Right. And uh, knew how to... And that's where my stress levels were just like, look, I already had the hardest job in the world. Yeah, I don't even need to make this harder for me. You know? Yeah. And uh it was quite unfair on my side because I didn't have any support and um, I was honestly getting about three or four hours sleep, Is that normal um, a, a night. To not have support um, on a boat that size? Yeah, no. So that boat actually... That is the cost of having a sous chef. Got it. And uh, quite often, I should have had a sous chef. Yeah.
1: Okay. I was always curious when I was watching it. I was like, surely there are rules around how much sleep you're allowed to get. Like, how are you going to do your job if they're waking you up after you've gone to bed asking you for a sandwich or something?
2: Yeah, there. You know, unfortunately, the chef breaks those rules, right. and they're called hours of rest. And um, but. It, Unfortunately, I don't think a chef would ever be able to correctly fill in their hours of rest. I mean, I think it's stated that you get eight hours plus a break every day, but the chef is still getting that.
1: Yeah, I know.
2: But uh, we get paid more money, so uh, (laughs)
0: that's all good. Well, that helps. That's good. Yeah, it does. Is there a big difference between... Because obviously, so you worked in Boston, New York, on boats and in the UK. Between the UK and the US restaurants, was there ever like a... Oh, this is massively like, is there a different way that those restaurants work? The kitchens work differently? Cause
2: Yeah. Yeah. Is that a Completely. different process? It is. It's a good question. So it was a really obvious difference. Um when I got to America, it was much more corporate okay. and it was much oh. more sales driven and turning and the bar. Yep. They want to turn the tables over. Um I've been you Know, I was recently in Rome and I really sure. noticed that lax service that sort of mm-hmm. hey, you can stay for as long as you want. Whereas right. when you're in America and you're eating at a restaurant, the I feel like the they're really just before pushing you. Finished. you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> always, and and weeders make more money, and sure. um, and in England, it, they're not getting gratuities, and they it wouldn't even really occur to an english way oh let's get these guys out of here so i get another table you yeah know? so there is a big difference
1: they like i'll give them the experience like a whole because i always notice whenever i go back to england I'm, they like sometimes people barely talk to me when i order anything but here it's like they are really going to give you the night of your life they're gonna like know everything about you by the end of the night because they put so much into it but
2: yeah.
0: it's also for the tip
2: right like yeah they you do. do
1: think that often
2: <laughs> yeah no they they do um it can go either way though, because if you have a really great European server, you're just not gonna feel that pressure and they're gonna mm. be lovely anyway. So I mean it's I've I've definitely had some bad American servers, <laughs> yeah. even sure. though they're getting there. They're not all great. Uh Paul Lauderdale is <laughs> a mecca for horrible servers actually. Oh, good. But, oh, uh, good, huh? <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I don't think you, you see in um in a, in Europe, I believe they do it because they believe in service, right. yeah. and uh, I think the Americans, some of them, are doing it because it's a good paying job. Sure, you yeah. know we've we've got some friends yeah, that are, they've,
0: they've made it their career. They don't love like, it, but they but they know, earn so much money. They've talked about how much they'll pick up in just tips alone in We're a like, night, what? and I was like, well, of course, right. of course, you're doing that. Like, yeah. why why wouldn't you? It's a good. We right. should all do in it. L.A. and I'm sure it's the same in New York or maybe even Fort Lauderdale, but the 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 salary for that is pretty good plus tips like they're doing all well right. they can
2: make like 600 bucks a night yeah, literally you know? Easy. literally it, that thing yeah so they do all I, right i get it as well yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. very well
0: and so, something that was so interesting to me that because we've followed you since you kind of finished with below deck and I, I i'm right in saying that you've kind of hung up however whatever the correct term is you've kind of hung up yacht chefing right like that's that's done for now in terms of charters.
2: Yeah. I have, so I do um, I do catered events now I do demos, I do bigger stuff, I have alliances with cruise ships and stuff like that so it's a little more macro it's uh yeah, yacht shipping wouldn't cut it for me anymore, but I, I, it's great, now I sure. spend all day on an amazing dinner for people, actually I spend two days rather than doing, oh. trying to scramble and do incredible food and you know you're feeding crew and multiple courses multiple uh uh meals so that's that what happens is you don't end up really doing the food you want to do you just kind of you're taking a lot of shortcuts and it's fun and and it's great for a young person yep but if you become an established chef, it's kind of becomes a little bit of a mugs game, you know? Yeah.
0: And and you become like a, you know, I've, I saw that you've got a new cruise partnership, but you obviously did a lot with Virgin Virgin Cruise Lines for the last yeah. like, two years, two, three years now. And you've yeah, got a new one did. coming up, right?
2: Yeah, I've had a group on Virgin. We're probably going to do version three of Virgin. Wow. And, uh, but currently we work on a boutique cruise line called Emerald. it's a kind of like a mega yacht sort of style with 100 passengers it's very boutique so um we really lucked out there we got a couple of free trips went to just spent three weeks in asia amazing uh, a month prior to that we spent three weeks in italy and it was incredible um and then i will basically take over the galley one night um so we're marketing that venture and then there? Uh, wow. <laughs> so we're quite excited. So I'll take over the the um, the kitchen and do a Ben menu, and then we'll do featured dishes. I'll do a demo and a short excursion and just to talk about the food in Naples. Because I, I studied in Italy a lot, so... Wonderful. It, it's just a lot of fun, yeah. It's it's a great place to be.
0: That's so cool. I mean, that's such a nice tie in there because you're still kind of in the ship world, boat world, cruise line, whatever it is. Yeah. But it's... Yeah. it's, it's on your terms, I feel like, which is so much cooler.
2: No, it is. It very much is. Uh, it's honestly, I say that if you want to be a yoga like, chef, you should do it in your twenties. Right. Yeah. It seems and
1: like such And if you're still a... if
2: you're still doing it in your forties, you have yeah. problems. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, like big problems, like yeah. probably it's drug intense. and alcohol problems sure. or something, yeah. because uh, just to get through, I, you need to save your money. Uh, and I, I saved my money. I bought a beautiful condo on the water, and, you know, in cash. Wow, and nice. I still have that it. Cool. And uh, you know, when I was 29, uh, it's it's just been great. So it can really give you a leg up. You have to be responsible. You just have to have you know a saving plan because you, you wouldn't want to do that and come out sure. with nothing. You know, yeah. it's yeah. just a hardcore job. Yeah, yeah. Big yeah time. You could do four you could do four months without a day off wow and it's like 20 hour day so if you're not saving money you just that's go crazy. and pump gas somewhere you know because <laughs> that's, that's just ridiculous and then you
1: don't have to sleep in a bunk yeah
2: bed.
0: <laughs> yeah exactly so what we see on below deck is it's a much shorter charter then because you just said four months without a day off and and if i'm not wrong
2: it's more right. like six
0: weeks on below deck right
2: it's six weeks. Yeah, no, no, you're right. It's six weeks. It's about nine charters yeah. back to back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is six weeks. But honestly, it feels like a lot more because I just think the cameras really amplify that experience. Yeah. And I remember the first time, because I'd done years on boats and I remember getting off my first season of Below Deck and I just thought, I feel like I just got off a boat that I was on for a year. I wow. really yeah, I bet. that. I mean, it's just uh, the the stress and yeah. the and, I'm naturally slightly paranoid I think so I'm just like overstating Mm -hmm. everything yeah
1: and just so many people are they gonna
2: throw that yeah you're just like oh god I shouldn't I shouldn't have said and like and then you start worrying about it and <laughs> we would say just, always
1: like sometimes yeah. people would do say in their interviews things about people like back home or and and i'm like do they know this is going on tv yeah, it's like so, well, <laughs> that I, I, person's do, gonna see this do they
0: coerce some of that stuff out you because i i have to say ben i never thought you said anything incriminating never, but there no. are some people on that show that sometimes would come out and be like so i did this once with this person and I was, or like, and you're the, like
1: that person will to I'm see like, this someone's
0: gonna see that like do, uh, <laughs> what are you what are you doing but I, I guess think,
2: people don't care. It's a it's a combination between stupidity and selling <laughs> out, probably. <laughs> right, right. To be it's, honest. It's their big they moment. want their
1: five seconds of fame. Yeah.
2: Uh, right.
1: It's yeah,
2: a... I, I know what you're talking about, yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. I sometimes talk, I just I'm just shuddering, like, wow. Yeah. It's
0: as if
1: that actually happened. Because <laughs> there's
0: a there's a difference to me between being real and then just selling out, essentially. And I think I think you towed that line incredibly well. And I think that's why well, I've... The everyone loves you so much from the show yeah
1: you're always which, a fan favorite yeah. i've heard which makes sense. i've heard <laughs> well, about.
0: cheers um it's it was there a big difference because obviously one of the big moments for you on that show was you saved the day in in below deck med right in season four is is there a big difference between doing the u.s side of it versus the med i understand it's a, still the same show but you know you're working Wait. in the mediterranean versus working in the caribbean or somewhere mm. like that is, is there a big difference there
2: right um oh absolutely i mean i've i i had done the bed a couple of times so I, actually in my former career on yachts as a sort of an actual yacht chef not a tv guy and uh so the provisioning and the language barriers and all right. of that was a sure. bloody nightmare uh, i oh, do I remember imagine. that like the first time i we were out of barcelona and the crazy thing is that you can literally be in three countries in yeah. one day Yeah. and uh, you don't even know what language to speak. You don't know where the shops are. You, you, it's it's it, it can be really difficult um, in the med. Yeah. Uh, so I do believe that you just have to be super organized. So I, I do think the Caribbean probably is a little easier and don't have that language barrier. But if you have really good agents, it's okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it I like the med more, because uh, it's nice to be immersed in, in a real food culture. Yep. Yeah, and you and and you get inspired by what's going on around you and what people are doing in the restaurants and all the rest of it. So that's good. I don't really think that the Caribbean has a per se food culture. You know, I sure. mean, they may grill some lobsters, they might have a conch salad or whatever, but it's a very thin food culture. You know, so.
1: I actually want to hear your opinion about, we often get people saying to us that England doesn't have their own kind of food culture. So many people are like, oh, like, whenever I Google English food, it just comes up with a pile of like mush, I which just, obviously we disagree with. I because- think we do
0: everyone else's food better, if that makes sense. <laughs> Not better, but different. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of what's made the English cuisine. I, but I'd love to Chicken, know t- from t- a masala. chef what you think. There you go. What you think about US versus I, UK? I think-
2: I think the English does have a food culture, um, but yeah, it's it's pretty humble food. Um, yeah. But uh, I love it. I think I mean the roasts roast are great. Dinner. You know that would be favorite dinner, an amazing yeah. I just love that that we do roasts really well. We do meats really well. Yeah. Um, our fish and chips is obviously great. Um, yeah. We have very comforting food because it's a you know a cold climate. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's not. Yeah, it wouldn't be like French or Italian, which is just vast. <laughs> so, yeah. You sure. know? Um, yeah, no. But uh, I, I, I like the food there. But I, I think because if we could say we have a slightly weaker food culture than than some of the European countries, Absolutely. I think that's actually yeah, pretty I would cool agree with that for a chefs because when you get that, the chefs will kind of look look to other countries and other cuisines and and create great food and and that quite often happens in a slightly weaker food culture environment and i do think that the food is amazing and i think just do an incredible job in yeah. england
0: if if uh if you had to pick where, where's like if you one cuisine only and i mean it's probably like saying how do you pick your favorite child but <laughs> if you had to pick a cuisine that you had to that was it forever you're
2: gonna live off of that is it italian or french or something like that or is it yeah it it would i i happen to know that it would it would be italian yeah um i completely agree it was like yeah well i was in i was in asia for three weeks i I spent a lot of time in japan and um and you know it's it's raw fish noodles rice a lot and i think after week two i was just like i saw a mcdonald's (laughs) and i was like (laughs) let's get Please. in there and have a damn burger you know I mean, this is, and it and it and it was funny because you because you have that in your blood you know mm-hmm. we're yeah. like you you know we're western so uh yeah, yeah I, I feel like after two weeks you, you feel like you haven't really eaten you know right Although yeah eaten that's incredible true. stuff it's like right let's get back to basics we say it all the time like even i think if you have a really good meal
0: of sushi we love or, sushi or anything, it's like you, one of my favorites you're but... full but you don't really feel like you've eaten yeah it's you like know a mean? light kind of snack right <laughs> i never feel like i'm gonna go it is. whereas up. if you
1: give me like a chicken and leek pie with mash i feel like i've had a meal feel like i might throw <laughs> up
2: right well you do yeah, yeah you do i would understand that yeah it's, it's just really clean food over there 100 percent mm. it's good but then also that they don't have a breakfast culture you know like Ah, my brother said incredible breakfast yeah uh you know obviously the english breakfast is all stars i i I love that i actually on, on the virgin on virgin they have it 24 hours a day i i oh think i God. eat one every day when i'm on the boat what a i dream. love it so sounds great yeah so in Asia or Japan like they eat like miso soup or right. fish or yeah. something for breakfast. breakfast and it's just like okay. i remember I
1: my uh my brother was in Japan for work and he, he facetimed me and it was morning for him and he was like Jenna i can't find any breakfast like i didn't want <laughs> to have breakfast i was like is yeah. there no, like mcdonald's breakfast or anything he was like no that's just not a thing i love that that's what yeah, you yeah. said as you
0: go to that's that's <laughs> i bold. love a mcdonald's breakfast that's horrendous
2: <laughs> yeah um, so do
0: i for, for you ben i mean you work in such a what i would consider a high stress environment right like the the galley is no joke yeah. the the restaurant is no joke you know you work long hours when when you're not working is it is it traveling i mean you've mentioned traveling a lot is that your fun or, or is it going on a boat in cape cod like what's what's fun for you
2: um, i i do a lot of yeah i do like to travel i'd like to keep it moving it's it's funny because if you if you have that high concentration of travel in your yeah. life you, you almost don't want it to stop you mm-hmm. know it's so like true. a travel bug and you're like oh god where, where next you don't you're afraid to stop you yeah. know so we do keep it moving but our job takes us everywhere um but but actually i have a boat at home and i like to go out on my boat i love to um, harpoon like spearfish yeah i love doing that um and just catching up like getting a fresh fresh catch on one of the reefs or whatever coming back and yeah i i'll have a little moped i love to cruise oh, up to eat, so stop for lunch yeah. have a bar you know yeah. go to the bar mm. um, just just lots of stuff i yeah. like to work out i like to go swimming try and keep it active try and find some relativity but i'm kind of just all over the place i guess my lifestyle's quite erratic but i try and just keep it fun you know yeah that's kind of my thing yeah
0: and is you know free time sometimes you probably get to go to a restaurant yourself is there a is there one is there one restaurant for you that is just top of the top or is that like again Is is there too much variation in there
2: that's a really, yeah, that's a really hard game. I think l has to step up their food game a little bit. Fair but, enough. Um, and I think they, they're kind of doing it. They've got some good restaurants now, but, um, yeah. you know, it's quite easy to get bored with stuff as well. Yeah. So. But they have a great restaurant called Takato on the beach. It's yeah. Bloody expensive. It's Japanese, <laughs> but it's amazing. You can do the Wagyu hot stone. Oh amazing. Oh, you know, like their it. sushi's their sushi's perfect. Yeah. And, but yeah, it's it's bloody expensive. But I like it there. They've got a happy hour, it's right on the ocean, oh, so that's fun. Um but yeah, <laughs> we like cooking at home, to be honest yeah. as well. We um we really do. Uh, Is it hard for uh, you going it, to restaurants? It's much healthier. At times. Because it's you- not honestly. It's yeah. When I everyone asks that question, it's Sorry. funny because I think when <laughs> I was younger and our, I was arrogant and I was yep. younger, I, I would pick apart people's meals at, at restaurants. Yep. Now it's just know, a nice break. But yeah, now I'm just like <laughs> like, like please well, I I I washing up it, feed cooking. me. Yeah, yeah. Now you're already winning. You've already basically got nine points before I sit down.
1: So. <laughs> Even so at McDonald's. Fun. Um, Wait, what yeah. about um? Would you have a go-to restaurant in the UK if you go back often? Are you like, oh, this is the place it, I'm going to stop a at? Comfort, or, or, or is p- it just a pub? Because I I appreciate yeah, that.
2: just like a just a good pub with good solid grub would yeah. be perfect for me. Yeah, yeah. Agree with yeah. that.
0: I I really would love the Americans to catch on to the pub culture because I do oh, think God, it would be they, so good if they pubs here. They but like all the ones I've been to in LA, there's some fake <laughs> ones I call it, and they think that it's just oven oven chips and whatever. But I some of the pub food I've had is some of the best food I've eaten. I'm gonna be honest.
1: Yeah.
2: And I yeah, love- yeah, no, Me no. Too. That happened around in the nineties, the late nineties, that's when the gastro pub started yeah. you know, kicking into effect. And yeah, just good food, good spins on yeah. cuisine.
0: Yeah. But well, speaking
2: of home yeah. comforts
0: in the UK, one thing that I we, we do in every episode is we <laughs> talk about something and a uh, snack, a British snack. We we know that you're a fan of Monster Mudge. Yeah. So we're coming out of left field this week and we are going with Jaffa Cakes. Oh, wow. I have got the Jaffa cakes in front of me. I'm gonna open them up. Are we ready for this? Jaffa Everyone cakes ready?
1: are yeah. my favourite. ASMR.
0: Yeah, sorry if that's in your ears. That might okay. be a bit loud. Right. I'm, I'm gonna take a bite. <laughs> oh, that was a that
1: was a big oh my god oh my god it's oh no this t- this is a bit of a disaster it's gone everywhere
0: oh it's gone everywhere wow sorry about that he really looks nice, like he's
1: enjoying it though in case you guys wanted to know he hmm. oh he's really like okay he's got his hand motion is like he's gonna yeah, say something that was great
0: that was yeah? really good I, i'm gonna give that a solid nine
1: a nine yeah
0: solid what i, I went give... too high with percy pigs mm, last week then we did percy two. pigs last week and i've gone way too I high told you. with that but um that's fantastic so let me yeah <laughs> you can have a go yeah. Quick okay go. Quick, go. <laughs> So good.
1: They're my favourite. Yeah, they're amazing. I'm going to give it... Sorry, that was gross. I'm going to give a nine as well, actually, because I just want to give myself room for the growth, you know, in case I try something else that I'm like, that deserves the 10.
0: I want to know what you think about Jaffa cakes. Is it a cake? Is Is it a biscuit? biscuit? How do you feel about it? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Yeah, Uh, I just want to hear your opinion on it.
2: I like them. I think they're great. They're, they're definitely different and it does deserve the, you know, the confusion of whether it's a biscuit or a cake. Um, <laughs> I I personally would, at this point, I would call it a cookie. I just, oh, because, oh, wow. you know. Wow.
1: I feel like that's yeah, controversial. Yeah, <laughs> I,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I'd get you there. Um, so, I'm just Yanktified man Yeah, and, you still uh, have I, a pretty I, I, strong yeah. accent, though. A pretty you pretty strong English cookie? accent. No. Cookie,
1: no. not biscuit. I'll tell you.
2: I'll tell you why. Because I'm a very, I'm quite efficient. Yeah, I've always tried to be efficient. <laughs> so if I say biscuit, yeah, that's a conversation, right? I get it. If I say yeah. basil, that's actually like, so true. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> he said basil, so I just say or basil pitter. just to stop the madness, you know. So you're I say to tomato. I will tomato. not say tomato.
1: Sometimes that accidentally comes out. Just no, I, 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 but I'm, so I you. T I'm so and with then I say it with and it sounds you. weird. Like tomato, That that's just there's wrong. Plenty,
0: there's plenty of it. I, you know, gas, <laughs> yeah. trash, whatever. Fine. Easy. Vitamins. But I agree with you. Tomato is not not on that list.
1: I did. my like, no, my, no, no. Th- my first day here, I remember I went to this, I don't even know where it was, but it was somewhere fancy in LA. And I ordered um a basil pita bread. And that just... Stuck me at that counter for about 45 minutes because they were like, "What? Well, I don't know what you're saying. Because obviously they're like, basil pita. And it just right, obviously you know, just sounded wrong in so my different. voice. Yeah. No, I know. It
2: <laughs> saves a lot of time and confusion. I think it's a good idea. Well, sometimes but- too. So I would say it's a cookie. It is yeah. quite cake-like. Uh, that jam, it's, it's very interesting. Very gelatinous. Obviously got tons of gelatin in it uh it's really tangy it's clever the chocolate sort of melts it's uh it's it's a clever little system it's very smart are you are you funny about how you eat it is it like uh
0: because i know i mean i mean this seriously question. i know people that eat this four different ways they take the chocolate off they take the I, or are I'm you gonna, like i, take the I don't chocolate off. eat jaffa cakes but if i do i'm just going to chuck it yeah. in my mouth and eat it
1: i take i so i bite off all the chocolate on the top first take the jelly bit off eat the bottom and then eat the jelly
2: chaos if you ask me that's oh, chaos wow <laughs>
1: it's a process
2: yeah, that is a process i don't think i do that i think i just probably eat it like normal people <laughs> you know, that's one the bite right time.
1: that's fair right There's only 10 in there i can yeah. finish that in about five not even five minutes it is
0: dangerous it is dangerous but you know it's a yeah. it's a staple i mean so if is it is monster munch you like number one your uk snack is that it
2: Oh, no, I like all of them. I think um, the English do the best uh, boiled sweets or hard candy. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, the rhubarb and custard. Oh, my and you go into one of Those old sweet shops with the jars and the... Pick a mix. The sherbet and the lemons and the bonbons. I, I mean, no one does candy or, or sweets like that. Um yeah. You know, the Americans love their chocolate bars. They're, they're not so great with the potato chips either. Sure. I mean, Agreed. God, I'm here... Yeah, Cake cock potato chips are really good, if you have a, a chance, <laughs> nice. but, um, we'll
1: go just for that. You know,
2: they do cheese, you know, they do Cheetos, Doritos, whatever. They all taste kind of similar, but mm. you know, yeah. England breaks the grounds, you know. It uh, we know roast chicken that's a novel, yeah. that's pretty and, like, novel. Worcestershire you know. sauce, there's a
1: roast Shim,
2: <laughs> shrimp scampi. Yeah, you know, oh, I, I don't think that. the Americans would go for that. No, I think yeah, there right. you go, right?
1: Love prawn cocktail, Chris. So, we're a
2: lot more gastronomic sure english or gastronomic with their with their snack items i would say
0: what a way to bring that full circle we started talking about gastro items with all your gastro (laughs) 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 site and now we've finished on
2: crisps with gastro
0: i mean ben i Um, i I appreciate you taking the time i think i just want to finish with a couple of things obviously i want to say congratulations because i saw the big news very exciting thank you Um, thanks a lot thank you guys i think my final thing would just be what's obviously we're seeing all the cruise partnerships coming up and stuff like that, but what's, is there an, is there an end game? You know, what's, what's next? What's the, what's the end goal for, for the the chef empire? Like, where do you see it going? Or are you just going to take it day by day?
2: I, well, I, I take, I do take it day by day, uh, but I, I'm, I'm hoping to have my own television show. Amazing. Um, That would be my next goal. Amazing. And then, um, I would love to, like have a like buy a lot of property and yep. maybe do some really fun mm. and like uh tiny homes yeah maybe event spaces and stuff like that that would be a, a probably my next investment yeah but i'd also love to have an event space in fort Lauderdale where people can come to me instead amazing. of amazing that's so, amazing yeah so those are those are my that's my kind of next five years so we'll see how that goes but it's i'm I'm hopeful. I'm positive. I'm sure,
1: it'll um, I, I, I I'm sure it will happen. I know
0: you came over obviously because you said your mum was um, American. But you know, for anyone that is English and mm-hmm. maybe in the chef industry, you know, they want to be a chef or whatever, they short, move to America. And, and they're in England. Would would you have any advice for someone that wanted to do something like that?
2: Want to do what? Sorry, M- move
0: over from the UK, kind of follow their dreams right. in in to be a chef or to work in cuisine or or whatever it would be. Um.
2: Well, I mean, I. If, as I said, I mean someone who's young and hungry and eager, yachting is a, a really good place for yeah. a chef. It's mm-hmm. uh, a real leg up uh, financially, and uh, and you would experience a lot. But you you have to be highly motivated, sure. and yeah, um, and I think it's I just thought yachting was amazing as a youth. Um, but uh, yeah, that would be my advice. I mean, it, it's just such a tough circuit. You know, I yeah. don't generally tell people to to go the cooking route because I don't want to screw their lives like up <laughs> right <that. laughs> now. <Anyway. laughs> but, but I've managed, I managed to do you did well it all. And, You've done um, pretty good, yeah. Yeah, and I I think we'll hope if we continue that. But just believe in your dreams and, and if, if food is... Uh, associated with those dreams then just have fun with it and be yourself and be true to your craft and advance and learn and it's just an incredible adventure and uh it's just keep learning and keep trying new things and it'll stay fresh you know that's but that's i don't know i mean you have to be that type of person in -hmm. order to be able to do that so you know if you are questioning whether food is your dream then it's probably not for you to totally. be right, Yeah. yeah. You that just, makes so much yeah. sense. Yeah.
1: Well, well, I think that's a perfect message to yeah. end on. Ben,
0: we appreciate you taking Thank the time. You. Thank you for taking the time out of your Cheers, trip to Cape Cod. Guys. We appreciate Thank it. Thank
2: you so much. And uh
0: yeah, thanks so much. We'll talk to you soon.
2: Cheers, Jenna. <laughs> Cheers, Benjamin. <laughs> you. Thank yeah. you. Thanks, mate. Bye guys. Bye, bye bye. Well, Jenna.
1: <laughs> I can't believe that just happened on what,
0: what a man. I, I was you know what? I was a little bit starstruck because I
1: know I fully was. I was sat here like, okay, Janet is fine. I know we said it at the start because we
0: we watched him during COVID on on the TV and and Mm. Below Deck became such a big thing. But he's he's such a charmer, got so much charisma, such a charismatic guy, and just all around nice as well. So what you see is what you get. And I I love that. And I I really enjoyed what you had to say. And it's it was so interesting to me that. I think we're going to talk to a lot of people this season, and when we talk to them, some people aren't always sure.
1: I think it's really interesting UK he, versus yeah, US, right? And he I knows. I agree, the same and thing. He and he's like set in the US. The and US I really like well, that we've when got
0: back. When you say cookie, I mean you might as well be cookie. set. I
1: know cookie. Cookie. Is cookie. A biscuit, cookie. It's a biscuit, huh? It's a biscuit. It a
0: biscuit. It is a biscuit, ben. but I
1: also I didn't say actually, but I think Jaff Cake's a cake. Oh. It's a, it's got it in the name. No, I'm sorry. It's a you think it's a biscuit. No, it's a biscuit. It's a cake. It's a biscuit. If you put those in the biscuit Tin in the they're gonna go tin. really hard, okay.
0: We'll leave them in like the packet, like cakes do, then. leave them in the packet.
1: Well, you shouldn't because, well, yeah, you should actually because yeah, they're cakes, so, okay. Thanks. Fine, well,
0: anyway, that was so much fun. <laughs> we would love to know what you thought of it. We've got so much more coming up. It was it was such a pleasure to talk to Ben. Yeah, I'm we so loved glad it. he took the time, Ben. Thank you for doing thank that. Thank you, Ben. We um, love you. And we're gonna go eat the rest of our Jaffa cakes.
1: Can't wait. Bye, bye, guys.